Hello, Morongo Basin and listeners around the world online at Z1077FM.com. Here is the Z1077 local news for Wednesday, October 11th, 2023. A man in Yucca Valley was arrested for elder abuse and is now facing a murder charge. Sam Maddox, 38, was arrested on Friday on suspicion of attempted murder, causing injury to an elder-dependent adult, and making threats. He was arrested at 4.30 p.m. in the 7,000 block of Cherokee Trail in Yucca Valley and was booked into the West Valley Detention Center on $1 million bail. Sam Maddox is expected to be arraigned today on charges of murder and assault with enhancements for great bodily injury. A two-vehicle collision in 29 Palms over the weekend sent both drivers to the hospital for significant injuries. At 7.25 p.m. on Saturday, deputies with the Sheriff's Morongo Basin Station responded to a report of a two-vehicle traffic collision on 29 Palms Highway and Cienega Drive in 29 Palms. They found one of the drivers, identified as a resident of 29 Palms, trapped inside of his vehicle. A San Bernardino County fire crew was able to get the trapped driver out of the vehicle, and he was transported by Morongo Basin EMS to a hospital for treatment for his injuries. The driver of the second vehicle, identified as a resident of 29 Palms, was also transported to a hospital for treatment. The investigation into the cause of the collision is ongoing. Anyone with information related to this investigation is asked to contact Deputy Yost with the San Bernardino County Sheriff's Department, Morongo Basin Station at 760-366-4175. Last night's 29 Palms City Council meeting was brief and largely required to then hold a special meeting today to address the pending departure of City Manager Frank Lacchino. Reporter Heather Clisby was there. Though the agenda was mostly empty and the meeting adjourned in less than 30 minutes, last night's gathering of the 29 Palm City Council was necessary for a quick transition. As per outgoing city manager Frank Lacchino stated, a special closed council meeting is set for Wednesday, October 11th at 11.15 a.m. to discuss and perhaps decide on an interim city manager. Last night's regular meeting will instead be held next Monday, October 16th, with a closed session at 5 p.m. and the regular meeting at 6 p.m. At this point, no one knows if the council will be in a position to appoint an interim city manager by that time, but it is uh, my hope that you will be able to do so as I will be leaving uh, October uh, 26th. It would be helpful to have someone on board in advance so that I could uh, work with them to facilitate, facilitate a smooth transition. A contract for an interim city manager cannot be entered into in a special meeting, and Lakino had advised the council not to wait until the next regular meeting on October 24th to address the issue. In public comments, residents brought other issues before the council, such as unsafe traffic on El Paseo, an unresponsive code enforcement, and pushback on the removal of wild peacocks in the Adobe Circle neighborhood. There was also an emotional plea from resident Benjamin Alley on the escalating violence at the intersection of Bagley and Sunny Slope Avenues. There was a physical assault on his wife early Monday morning by three youths, which left her unconscious and hospitalized. Reporting for Z1077, this is Heather Clisby. The Town of Yucca Valley Planning Commission met last night to discuss delivery-only medical marijuana within town limits and so much more. With the highlights, here's El Weatherup. 
Yucca Valley Planning Commission meeting was well attended by Moronga Basin residents, who patiently witnessed the Commission's approval of several agenda items, including amending the development code to allow delivery-only medical marijuana dispensaries within town limits, approving a new Starbucks in the Stater Brothers West Plaza, and easing prohibitive pay-in-lieu fees as well as change-of-use permits to make it easier for small businesses to be created. The Tiny Pony and Desierto Alto were given approval for new paint, and commercial on-site mascots were given greater range for the sizes and colors the statues could be. But the most anticipated agenda item by far concerned permitting for special events in single-family homes. Nearly a dozen public comments were delivered in support of reopening the previously shuttered Tumbleweed Sanctuary and Labyrinth. Taking the public's concern to heart, the Commission agreed to expand the conversation to reconsider occupancy, acreage, and enforcement issues in the ordinance and, most importantly, to include language that supports negotiating terms for any commercial building in a residential zone pursuing a conditional use permit. Reporting for Z1077, this is Elle Weatherup. Last night, the Morongo Unified School District Board of Trustees held their regular meeting. Assignment reporter Gabriel Hart was in attendance and has this recap for us today. In the wake of former Board President Kathy Nelson's resignation at last month's meeting, MUSD trustees voted Robert Hamilton in as the new president. Since Hamilton was the former clerk of the board, trustees then voted Kerry Connolly as the new clerk. This reorganization of the board currently leaves a vacant seat. Attorney Todd Robbins from MUSD's legal counsel explained the board could either appoint a new trustee to fill the vacant seat or hold a costly general election. Because Nelson resigned on September 30th, the board will have 60 days to fill the seat. Superintendent Dr. Vargas confirmed the board will be holding a new board of trustee appointment on November 1st after two weeks of spreading word. While absent from the meeting, former President Nelson was recognized by the board with a certificate of appreciation for her longtime service. Robin Hernandez, a representative from No Kid Hungry, recognized Yucca Mesa Superintendent Sharon Flores and Principal Sally Stevens. Assistant Superintendent Amy Woods and 29 Palms High Principal Michael Ruggiero recognized eight 29 Palms High juniors for National College Board honors, including Joshua Corrado, who was named Commended Student for the 2024 National Merit Scholarship Program. District Testing and Assessment Coordinator Jennifer for Beasley, along with four other MUSD faculty who rose for public comment, continue to voice discontent for inequitable pay and overcrowded classrooms. Margot Gilbert, both a teacher and student parent, read Dr. Vargas's introductory letter to parents out loud, challenging his claims MUSD is creating a culture to thrive in contrast with embattled salaries, bulging classes, and continued disconnect between the board and staff. Reporting for Z1077, this is assignment reporter Gabriel Hart. After closing for repaving for several weeks over the summer, the Yucca Valley Airport is having a ribbon cutting today to celebrate their newly repaved runway. This morning, the Yucca Valley Airport District will put on an event that features antique aircraft displays, and the copper room will open early as well. The fun starts at 11 a.m., and the ribbon will be cut at noon at the west end of the airport near the copper room parking lot. The Yucca Valley Airport District Board of Directors meets in regular session later tonight at 6.30 p.m. to discuss grant requests, a plan for new hangars, and modifications to fencing. This public meeting begins at 6.30 p.m. in the Mesquite Room at the Yucca Valley Community Center. The California Fish and Game Commission have a tiny but important item on the agenda for today's meeting. Online news editor Robert Hayden hops in with the story. As the sun drops in the Mojave Desert, the ground can come alive with native creatures who spend most of their daytime hours underground. One of the most charismatic and iconic of those dwellers is the kangaroo rat, a small rodent with large back feet and a long tail. They're unique to the Mojave Desert and have adapted to the arid environment by living off seeds and getting nearly all the moisture they require from that diet alone. 
They're excellent listeners as they can detect the silent swoop of a hunting owl or approaching snake, and their reaction times are quicker than most of the predators that stalk them. The San Bernardino kangaroo rat is a subspecies that exists in approximately 3,200 acres of habitat, ranging from the San Bernardino Valley to Menifee Valley in Riverside County. According to the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, areas they live include the historical floodplain along the upper Santa Ana River Wash and San Jacinto River. They've been listed as endangered since 1998 and face ongoing threats such as habitat loss and climate change. At the California Fish and Game Commission meeting, the commission will consider, no pun intended, ratifying the findings on the decision to list the San Bernardino kangaroo rat as endangered under the California Endangered Species Act. The San Bernardino kangaroo rat is just one of the many items on the Fish and Game Commission agenda. You can find a link to it and instructions for attending the meeting at this story at Z1077FM.com. Reporting for Z1077 News, this is Robert Hayden. The 29 Palms Elks Lodge is hosting the Cassandra Long Band tonight at 6 p.m., it's $8 per ticket. Taco plates will be for sale from 5 to 7 p.m. This 29 Palms Elks Lodge event is open to the public. To anyone 18 and over, the 29 Palms Elk Lodge is located at 6501 Elk Trail in 29 Palms. With Theater 29's season premiere production of Roald Dahl's The Witches currently playing to satisfied audiences, the community theater is preparing for their next seasonal offering, Arts and entertainment reporter Charlie Thomas shares that you won't want to say good grief to this opportunity. Theater 29 and director Katie Fleischman will be holding open auditions for a live stage production of the classic animated television special A Charlie Brown Christmas, adapted from Charles M. Schultz's timeless story and featuring the music of Vince Guaraldi. This faithful stage musical adaptation features Charlie Brown, Snoopy, and the rest of the Peanuts gang as they sing, dance, and discover the true meaning of Christmas. Auditions will be held on October 16th at 6.30 p.m. at Theater 29, 73637 Sullivan Road in the city of 29 Palms. Fleischman will be looking for a cast of 14 to 18 performers, all aged 13 and older. For a list of roles and other details, go to the Theater 29 website at theater29.org forward slash auditions, or read the full story at z1077fm.com. Reporting for Z1077, this is arts and entertainment reporter, Charlie Thomas. The Highway 62 Art Tours officially kicked off last weekend, but continues this Saturday and Sunday, as well as the following weekend. The event sees high desert artists open the doors to their studios to the public, and one haven for the desert's most up-and-coming talent is Copper Mountain College in Joshua Tree. In association with staff and instructors from the school's art department, 40 student artists will be sharing their work at the campus's Greenleaf Library as part of the art tour from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. In addition to the gallery show, there will be literary readings, meetings, campus tours, and more. The Copper Mountain College Art Tours experience ends with a big finale on October 21st, their interactive Day of the Dead installation, and an afternoon of presentations connected to Day of the Dead from disciplines across the college. The Greenleaf Library is located at 300 Quad at Copper Mountain College, and they'll be open from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. Saturday and Sunday. For a full list of Copper Mountain College's art tour events, and to find more information about the Highway 62 art tours, visit links in this story at z1077fm.com. And finally, the 29 Palms High School Lady Cats volleyball teams traveled to Desert Mirage last night to take on the Rams. In JV action, the Cats won. Lily Romero-Gonzalez led the team at the net with five kills. The Varsity Lady Cats lost in four sets. Senior Kyla Papalotic led the team in kills, putting down 14. She has had five ace serves, one block assist, and 10 digs. 
Junior Jenica Silvis was big at the net with one solo block and seven kills. She also had 14 digs and 17 assists. The Lady Cats are now tied for third with Desert Mirage, with both teams being 8-5 to five in league. The Lady Cats will travel on Thursday to Yucca Valley High School to take on the Trojans. That's our local news. Hear local news seven times a day, seven days a week at 7, 8, 9, noon, 4, 5, and 6. If you hear news happening, let us know about it. Email us at tips at z1077fm.com. Reporting for the Morongo Basin News Leader, the award-winning Z1077 Local News, I'm Jeff Harmetz.